Hello and welcome to the Had an Idea podcast. He's Michael Mason. He's Ben Coleman. And we've got some ideas that we'd like to share with you. And you know, Ben, ideas can come from anywhere. Yeah, they really can. Yeah, yeah. I often have ideas in the shower. I find that hard to believe. Find what hard to believe? That you often have a shower. Ah, (laughs) you. So we're recording this episode um, early September and some people might think it's a bit too early to mention the C word. I mean Christmas. <laughs> um, I'm right here then. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so at Christmas, but I was in the shops earlier and we went to Tesco and they mm. had Christmas stuff. All the Christmas stuff. Yeah. Well, not all the Christmas which stuff. Is, yeah, which is ridiculous, I think. Um, but it got me thinking, Mike, is there anything for you that marks the start of Christmas? Well, Ben, you know me. You know how much I love the Christmas channel. Oh, yes. It's the movie channel. It used to be Sony Movies, and now it's, I think it's just called Great Movies, which is ironic because <laughs> I've never seen any I've never seen any good movies. I've never seen any average movies. <laughs> I've never seen any movies. <laughs> just static. <laughs> I need to get my TV reached. <laughs> Very good. But, yeah, every year... Early September, it always becomes the Christmas movie channel. Mm, and I bet they have really good movies. Oh, my they? God. They have some <laughs> of the worst movies you'll ever hope to see. And I genuinely do like the really bad. Some of them are just awful. Mm. Some of them are, are just, just painful to watch. But there's some that I do enjoy. Grandpa for Christmas is a great one. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me what that one was about. Oh, it was, Ernie Borgnine mm. plays this, this guy who's like... Um, he's a grandpa, essentially. Mm. And he's estranged from his daughter and ergo granddaughter, but then the the woman, the mother of the daughter. I'm making it sound confusing, aren't I? I'm confusing myself. <laughs> the daughter is in an accident, so the granddaughter has to stay with the grandpa. She's never mm. known. And through all their trials and tribulations, they discover the true meaning of Christmas. But the best thing about it is Ernie Borgnine, because no one else cares about the film. <laughs> and so he's like turned it up to 11. And he's quite hammy in a lot of his films. Especially... Christmas ham. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> That's one way to describe him. <laughs> uh, but there's another one as well called Moonlight and Mistletoe. Mm-hmm. Which is a very romantic film yeah. about a woman who... A woman called Moonlight. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a man called Mistletoe. <laughs> and they solve mysteries. Uh, no, she's like a, an executive or something in some big business in this big city. Mm. And she doesn't care about Christmas at all, despite um. growing up in like a Santa's village <laughs> type of thing. And then her dad, who I can't remember the guy's name, but he's like a well-known comedian actor, I think. <laughs> he's not in England, he's not, but maybe in America. But anyway... He's in an accident, mm. and so she has to go spend time with her father, and through the trials and tribulations, <laughs> he discovers the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> it's quite a repetitive form. There is, actually. It? I know there's one we've both watched. Yeah, yeah. Santa's Summer House. <laughs> God, it's, it is one it of the looks most... Like it, do, it doesn't look like a film. It looks like someone's filmed... Like a, <laughs> A college person's film. Yeah, yeah. It looks like all like the behind the scenes footage that they (laughs) put into a film. I remember the sound quality was terrible. There's like this hissing. There is no sound quality then. (laughs) There's just no quality. Let me let me tell everyone about Santa's Summer House. It's a first of all, it's not a Christmas film. (laughs) 
there is a guy called Santa in it who is Santa Claus. He looks nothing like Santa Claus. <laughs> he's like this. He's old. He's an old guy with like sort of blonde hair, no beard. He's not he fat. He looks more like Brian Wilson. He does. He? he just looks like some guy in like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Claus is like some red-haired like rocker chick who just never let go of the sixties. <laughs> and all the actors are made up of like. B movie, B movie, scary Halloween movies. They were like B movie action stars of the mm. the nineties, like stuff that oh, I've just had an idea, <laughs> like stuff that wasn't even worthy of being released directly <laughs> video. <laughs> and they all go on a summer vacation to this house, but they end up at Santa's summer house. Mm. And rather than go. Well, you know, we have paid to stay in, like, a five-star hotel. <laughs> they always go, well, let's just stay here. <laughs> yeah. Santa's like, ah, oh, come on, you can sleep on the sofa. Like, I haven't paid, like, $500 <laughs> on a five... I suppose a five-star hotel wouldn't cost $500. No. I think if, you, if you're paying $500 for a five-star hotel, that's not a five-star hotel. That's <laughs> something fishy is going Unless on Unless that's just for, like, lunch there. Or... <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe you pay per star, like, £100 per star. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you tried to do that really quickly. Then, I didn't did. You? I tried to drink water really quick so I can get back to what I was saying, but I've most of it just ended up on my, on my face. Um, but the best thing, so the acting is terrible. Mm-hmm. The sound quality is. Te- there's no foley artist. <laughs> it's all like all the sounds are just recorded live. <laughs> there's times where you can't hear people over footsteps. <laughs> there's times where you can't hear people over the echo in the house. Like they haven't dubbed it. They haven't cleaned up the audio. The footage is awful. It's like really like dirty, grainy. The acting, like I've said, is so bad. I had to mention it twice. But the piece de resistance, the cherry on the shit cupcake, is you're hearing me right here. You've seen this film. <laughs> People that haven't seen it. There is a the centerpiece of the film is a croquet scene <laughs> where they play a game of croquet, and it lasts ten minutes. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. It's a ten-minute croquet scene, and it's not even like it's not even like a dramatic. Like, there's no competition to it, and like, no. The, the only thing well, nothing happens like in, like the ball, do, ball doesn't explode or like <laughs> one of them gets like whacked on the head or there's, something. There's it's just no... literally a croquet yeah. match and a bit of laughing and talking. And... <laughs> it's really weird because, like Ben said, there is no story behind it. They just say let's have a croquet match and. the the losers get to do the washing up. That's all it is. There's no, you know, it doesn't enhance the story. <laughs> nothing happens. It's filmed. It looks like, you know, I said earlier, the film looks like behind the scenes footage mm. put into a film. This, <laughs> this looks like behind the scenes footage. Mm. Everyone's sort of like joking and laughing. Like they're not playing their characters. <laughs> they're looking into the camera. And all, all of a sudden it turns into like a ha- shoddy, like handheld camera. Mm-hmm. So the footage just completely changes. And I think there's music over the entire film. Like, there's just music in the background all the time, just very quietly. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking for a nice family, fun Christmas film to watch over the Christmas, then don't watch Shanta's Summerhouse. But please watch it anyway, because it's It's so bad it's... Yeah, it's so bad it's good. If you like bad films, then you'll love this. If you like mystery science theatre type stuff, then watch Santa's Summer House. And I mean, you're listening to this podcast, so you've got low standards. (laughs) Cheeky. (laughs) But what about you, Ben? What harbours... What's the harbinger of Christmas for you? Well, it's usually... Because your birthday's um, mid-October, so 
it's usually after then that I start planning Christmas presents. Mm. That's the main thing I love about Christmas is uh, planning other people's planning. Christmas presents <laughs> and going Christmas shopping. So that's for me. After the day after your birthday is when mm, Christmas. As starts. soon as you get like the, you roll out the big sheet of paper, <laughs> yeah. Plan B written on it. Getting my Christmas presents for rappers. Plan <laughs> <laughs> B, Eminem. <laughs> you got like a drawing of your house where you're going to put all the traps. <laughs> Home Alone. Yeah. I would say when Home Alone starts, but that's on all year round. That was on the other week, actually. Home Alone <laughs> 2. I yes. do like Home Alone, but it's one of those. It would be nice to watch it at Christmas, <laughs> but could you see it all through the year anyway? <laughs> it doesn't feel Christmassy, does it, when you watch it at Christmas? No. It just feels like you're watching a film. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's enough talk about Christmas, because, yeah. like I said, it is mid-September. <laughs> We've still got, you know, October and November to go yet. Yes. So we'll be having a Halloween special, Ooh. which I've just announced. Yeah, I didn't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see if there's a podcast going out around Halloween. We'll yeah. Spooky ideas. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. You've got ideas already. Look at that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's this a podcast pr- over delivers. <laughs> so that's a brilliant segue um, into our ideas. Let's do it. <laughs> So, I shall go first with my idea. Please do. I'm all ears. Oh. should see the doctor, really. <laughs> I think I've got too many ears. What do you, what do you reckon? <laughs> anyway, um, so, lately in the news, there's been a lot of talk about the rising cost of living. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, people are, you know, watching what they spend on, you know, heating and food and stuff like that. So, my idea is for an app called Best Before App. Hmm. Or just best before, or used by, or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and the concept is that when you bring your shopping home and you're putting it in the fridge, you get your phone out, get the app up, and you take a photo of the item, mm. and then on the next screen you scan the uh, best before date on it, mm. and there'll be like technology and software to sort of so it picks it up and you know unscrambles it and mm. uh, puts it into the app. Yeah. Um, and then when you put the stuff away, and then so it stores all your fridge inventory on there and the, all the use-by dates on there. And then, say, like two days before it's got to be used up, you get a notification oh. saying this salad's got to be eaten by next two days. Yeah. And you could set it on the app like when you want the notifications, like a week before or mm. day before. Um, and then once it's the date's expired, it sort of wipes it off the app. I like that. And then if you eat it in the time, then you can manually swipe it off, like get rid of it ah. off the app. So it's basically like an inventory. and Yeah, yeah. You. So that way, when you like looking for dinner and mm. you're not sure what to have, you can have a look at the app. Yeah, see, see what See what needs using up first. Mm. And then hopefully that way there'll be less waste. That's good. I like the idea you just mentioned of like looking at what can you be used up first. Mm. You know. Yeah, it would show it in date order, wouldn't it? Say so that. Oh, what can we have? So, well, you know what? We got to use this by Wednesday. So mm. let's have that. You know, mm. I like that. Mm. Uh, the only thing I have is: would it be like too much hassle to scan everything onto your phone? Well, yeah, it's a little bit of extra effort, but mm. you know, if you're into like saving money, I, and yeah, I think stuff people like would go for it. But I was thinking, mm. could that be something like Asda does? Ooh. Or like, you know, if you're ordering your food online, yeah. could they have that as an inventory and have all the dates and everything 
Yeah, there. I think that texture works for them, isn't it? And if you're buying it in the shop, you wouldn't have that. True, yeah. I, I did think it would be cool if you could get the technology built into your fridge. So there's like a scanner, yeah. so you just scan it. You know what? You probably could. You get these like Wi-Fi fridges, don't you? Mm. Smart fridges, I think they're called. Yeah. yeah I'm sure there's a joke there about smart <laughs> fridges. I, when you say I'm wifi, too dumb to... <laughs> Wi-Fi fridge, I thought you were going to say wifey fridge. <laughs> fridge for your wife. A wifey fridge. <laughs> she can keep all her makeup in there, her shoes, her handbags. Mm. I don't know what wives have. Mm. <laughs> what they put in fridges. Mm. She's cold inside. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Um, I was thinking as well when you're talking about, you know, when you're looking for something to eat, what if it could recommend recipes based on what you have? Ah, that would be good. Oh, this guy's got salad and he's got noodles and he's got. Sweet and sour sauce. It's a bit <laughs> obvious, but <laughs> for, for, for less obvious things, you know, you could use it. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. Or like a stew with like vegetables. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't know how you'd scan, because fruit and veg, they don't have a label, do they? But... No, no, that's true. Um, I'm sure they must like keep note of like when it's picked and where it's picked and everything. Mm. So. I think that you could just use your judgment, really, but... Yeah, I think if it's if it's all you know, like it's brown, brown and, and mushy, yeah, <laughs> probably best not to be holding up to your phone. Like, is this all right? Do <laughs> no, it's... it's crumbling in my hand. <laughs> I to- I'm sure I've told you about the time I was eating an apple, and I suddenly realised oh, this is disgusting. I looked at it, and inside it was black. Oh. It looked perfectly fine on the outside, oh, but that's the inside. Me <laughs> oh, mate, I was the one eating it. <laughs> I was just in disgust, looking at it, my mouth open like. Bits of rotten apple falling oh. out of my open mouth, looking at this disgusting rotted apple. <laughs> I remember I went... Um, Sorry if anyone's eating whilst... <laughs> eating an apple whilst listening to this podcast. Well, my mum went to a cafe, patisserie, Valerie, when is it? Oh, um, yeah. And she had a, a cake and there's a worm in it. Oh, and, uh, God. That made her sick and stuck it back. <laughs> I've got quite a strong stomach, but one thing that makes me instantly sick just mm. seeing it is when the milk goes off and it's all lumpy. Oh, yeah. That Just seeing that makes me physically sick. We used to have, um, like, once when I first got diagnosed with diabetes, my mum said we're having skimmed milk mm. on everything. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> on <laughs> everything, whatever, shepherd's pie and milk. And... <laughs> want an apple with some milk <laughs> And it's eating a bag of crisps because it pours it into the bag. Thanks. That's me throwing it on the floor. With uh, no, like instead of, you know, whole milk on cereal, mm. I had to have skimmed milk. Yeah. And I couldn't have sugar. I couldn't have regular sugar. We had this like it's splendor. Skimmed sugar. <laughs> kind of. Like, it was splendor, which is actually kind of worse for you because mm. there's aspartame in it and that's really bad. But mm. Aspartame? Yes. <laughs> Eating my cereal, a little Sparta <laughs> There says Sparta! What the? <laughs> B- bashing it with my spoon. <laughs> so I had this um, splendor which sort of would clump together in the milk. <laughs> and one day I, I, I had some cereal and I was eating it and thinking, I haven't put splendor in this. Oh. <laughs> and I said, because we just come off holiday. <laughs> and so the milk had uh, started to go off. And it was only tiny, only little bits. It wasn't fully, you know, but... Yeah, yeah I quickly realised I was just drinking <laughs> soy oh. spoiled milk. Have you ever accidentally poured apple juice instead of milk on you? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I've done that before. You just go into the fridge, 
pick, pick a carton up and like, assume it's milk. <laughs> just pour it on. You ignore the big apples, pictures of apples on the they, front they of it. They all look kind of similar, like the Astor own brand. It's all like white carton. Surely they have. Like... We have it in the morning when you're just it. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> the, wor- the worst example I've ever done of that is when I went to put my toothpaste and it was a tube of savillum. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> when did you realise it wasn't toothpaste? Well, I, once I started brushing. <laughs> it wasn't like you immediately it looked at me. Hor- it was like, I imagine eating polyfill. Like it just... Oh. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Have you ever mistaken one thing for another? I don't, I can't remember. I've always like put stuff in the cupboard when I should have put it in the fridge. Mm. Uh, the other day I did try to put a small lid on like a glass of water. <laughs> I said, what am I doing this for? This goes on the bottle. <laughs> it's too small for the glass, look at it. <laughs> Just walk away, shake my head, what is wrong with me? Oh. oh, we've all done it. <laughs> but anyway, your idea, you yeah, should probably get back to. The use by app. So, I like it. I don't know how or if we'd monetize it. That's the big question usually. Usually ads, isn't it? Yeah. These apps. I suppose, could you have like some sort of sponsorship from um, supermarkets or something? Possibly. I don't think at first you would. Yeah. I think at the ad go with the ads at first, but then yeah, I think well, like the... you could sell advertising to supermarkets. Ah, yeah, yeah. Then you know you've got their target customers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Mm. I like the app. Thank you. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I would probably, I'd definitely use it. Not for everything. Things like bleach, <laughs> you wouldn't need to. Well, no. So it's bleach. Is it still safe to eat this bleach? <laughs> I think if you're eating that, you're probably not too precious about... <laughs> Go for Putting bleach in, in a cup. <laughs> Clean me insides out, get rid of the COVID. <laughs> nice reference. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but no, I like that. Thank I'd you. I'd be up for that. So, what's your idea, Mike? Well, I can't remember where I was. Um, but I saw a sign that said, um, Eat like a king. It wasn't Burger King. <laughs> I was just going to say, is it Burger King? <laughs> it wasn't. It was like one of these... Weren't their old advertising eat like a king, not a no, clown? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was some restaurant. Mm. And it, one of these like, little you know, dodgy looking ones. <laughs> like, two stars <laughs> on the front of it. Um, Between the letters F and K. <laughs> <laughs> Preceded by off. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very friendly in there. Because <laughs> so I thought, how about a drag queen themed restaurant? <laughs> Eat like it. a queen. Ah, I yeah. like it. I, that's all I've got. <laughs> it's the tagline. So would it have like themed dish names? That I suppose so, yeah. Well, aren't all like the drag queens, they've got punny names, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. So that's already. If you want a cup of tea, you can have the tea, which is drag slang. Is it? Yeah, yeah. For what? For the truth. Ah. Ben, what's the tea? <laughs> it's Earl Grey. <laughs> <laughs> what's the tea, auntie? You know, the staff would all be in drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd do well, because that's quite popular now, isn't it? Yeah, you, you know, you've got drag races come to the UK. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as good as the American one, I'm just saying. But, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, it's... Um, 
on television now. I think it's on BBC, isn't it? So it's like a mainstream thing. Mm-hmm. I've... Would you get a discount if you came in then? Yes. Oh. Yes, you would. I like it. That's a good excuse. Like. <laughs> As if you need one. <laughs> just that, say to your I wife, just... like, oh, I've been invited to this restaurant. So I've got to go and drag. <laughs> uh. Or if she catches you, like, oh, <laughs> I'll just go into the restaurant. <laughs> oh, let's go then. Uh... <laughs> With the, with the women dressing drag as well. Yeah, they could dress as men, yeah. Mm. You do get drag kings oh. as well, which is women dressed as men. Mm. I don't know if they... That cause... doesn't seem as popular. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I've never, I'm, I'm not, you know, big into the drag scene as some people think I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've never, you know, like drag queens are always like, it's more like um, garish, over the top oh. and, you know, not, you're not dressed like a genuine woman, you're like... Yeah. It's big makeup and everything. So I don't know what a man one, <laughs> what the male version of that big, would be. Big like muscle suit. Yeah, actually. Big beard. Big beard, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what sort of food would it be just... I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah, just yeah, just like a genuine like, grill type thing. Mm. You can have burgers, hot dogs, pizza, you know, pasta... Yeah, just so like like Frankie and Benny's. Yeah, kind of. It's a general mix of like American style. Would they have like shows on as well? <gasps> yes. <laughs> See, this is why I brought this idea onto this show. It's like every like evening they have a show. Yeah, yeah. You can it is you can have like a stage there, and it can be mm-hmm. you know like a review show. Mm-hmm. I don't mean like uh, <laughs> well, I gave the spot four stars. <laughs> I, I don't think her makeup was particularly garish. It? <laughs> it was far too sensible. <laughs> no, that's my wife. <laughs> oh, she should try bloody harder. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm a health critic. <laughs> You're too fat, you. <laughs> I'm just a health critic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can have you got shows you can have throughout the week. Mm. You know, you can themed nights. Yeah. You know, all sorts of stuff. Mm. I like it. So yeah. It sounds fun. It, yeah, it seems like a fun. I, I, I no, all I had coming in was a tagline. <laughs> now you got a fun and, business. <laughs> now I want to eat there. Yeah. <laughs> Would you go in track if you? Ah, <sighs> depends. If I, can I just put on a dress and. <laughs> <laughs> I, mm. That should count, surely. At what point does it become drag? Like, mm. We should get RuPaul on the show. Like cross-dressing and then drag. Mm, good point. We'll have to, if anyone out there listening mm. knows their drag. I suppose if it's like, if you could pass for a woman, then it's cross-dressing. If it's I've just... seen some men who wouldn't pass as women. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> who are still, you know, going around in dresses and high heels and things. Mm. I suppose maybe it's like however, how far away you are from your normal image. I don't know. Maybe, mm, maybe drag is like a character-based thing. Yeah, that's true. Because you, 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 we're all th- talking about, you know, like drag, how you see it today on television. Mm. Whereas, you know, we're not looking at Lily Savage or... <laughs> No, oh, I often right. used to look at these. <laughs> <laughs> Until he found out it was Paul O'Grady in a wig. 
Oh god. Even then I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah, he likes dogs. <laughs> and you know, you got uh, Dame Edna. He's a bit of a bitch himself. <laughs> <laughs> and um Sissy and Ada, things like that. Yeah. You know. Would that be considered drag? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't actually know, but <laughs> I like that you're confident enough to say yeah. yeah. I think if anyone out there is listening, they can message in. <laughs> is there anybody out there? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I'd probably go in drag. If we are doing it as like a team thing at work, <laughs> yeah. I'd probably go in drag. I, don't, I wouldn't go on my own in drag. <laughs> if we was going Turn to- up with your handbag. <laughs> yeah. Like a stag do or something. Yeah, that would be pretty fun, yeah. actually. Yeah, I probably would. Mm. What would your drag name be? Oh, God. Ooh, a punny name. What about Bella de Ball? <laughs> that would be cool. And a big, like, gown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a big ball gown. What about you? Um, I've got some punny names. Uh... Sue Perman. <laughs> I like going like a superhero. I like how you pronounce Perman. <laughs> Sue Perman. Yeah. Sue Perman. Sue Perman. That's a good one. I like go dressed as like... Have you seen Power Girl? It's got like... The, Can't say I have, like, no. open chest with the big knockers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. I didn't realise it was the 1960s. Let's have a look. Oh yeah, I've seen her. <laughs> that is not a. <laughs> yeah. That is not practical. Yeah. So I, I do. I can I imagine do. you with big knockers. Though. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we got two quite forward-thinking ideas there. I think. <laughs> I, I'd hope so. I'd like to hear what people listening think. Mm. Would you eat at the drag-themed restaurant? What would you call a drag-themed restaurant? Oh. Life's a drag. Uh-huh. Mm? Tea time. Ah, yeah. Okay, going back to one, tea time. Yeah. And that's their special dish, the tea. The tea. I, I suppose it'd just be cups of tea, <laughs> really. Turning into a drag cafe, you know. <laughs> that's a spinner. Hosted <laughs> by Joe Brand. Ah. <laughs> I don't think Joe Brand, I think Joe Brand's actual woman. She's not a, a man in drag, Ben. Well, no, but she does a spinner. Oh, she does, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Joe. <laughs> if you listen. She's a lovely looking man. <laughs> man, you're not. <laughs> no, I like Joe Brand. I like Joe Brand. She's not going to like us, though. She is this. <laughs> right. Well, those are our, uh, our ideas. Our, 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 our. <laughs> Sorry, I just. My mouth stopped working for a moment <laughs> mid uh, vowel. Um, so, oh. those are our ideas. Yep. And let's move on to our big ideas. Let's do it. Ba-dum. So, Mike, what's your idea for your character? Yes, well, um, my big idea this week mm-hmm. uh, is a character called Mr. Helpful. Ah, and by Roger Hargreaves. <laughs> Please don't tell me that's already. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Ben's just quickly looking at Mr. Helpful. A little Miss Helpful. Little Miss... We've just looked it up and it's Little Miss Helpful, so you, you're on for... I'm all right. We can't you get our eyes out. We can't, yeah. We've got that Scooby-Doo thing going on. We can't get our eyes out, but we're talking out of him instead. Hey, da, 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 da. <laughs> so little Miss Helpful, so you're all right. I'm all right with Little, little, little right. Miss Helpful. 
or a little mishelpful if uh, you speak proper English, <laughs> like what I do. Uh, so he's a guy who just can't stop helping people. And this is kind of based on a time like someone asked uh, my mum for directions. She was asking like where mm. M&S was. And my mum gave her like three different routes to take. <laughs> so if you go down that way and then take a right, it's right there. But you can also go behind you. Go down there, take a left, and then another left. So mum, she, she, you've already told her where to go. But that's essentially what Mr. Helpful is. So, <clears throat> so say, Ben. You come up to me and you ask for directions, mm-hmm. and I say I give you the directions. You go down there, take a right, then head on, take a left at the roundabout. Mm-hmm. But then he doesn't stop there. He gives bus routes, and he, <laughs> so I've got a timetable here if you want it, and hands him a timetable. Uh, oh, you know, if you want train times as well, I've got train times. You can get the uh, four fifteen. Uh, that will cost you five fifty. <laughs> So it's like an irritating level of help. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't stop there. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've got a phone on me. Would you like me to call you a taxi? <laughs> I'll call you a taxi. Don't worry, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. <laughs> tell you what, I can't drive, but I can learn to drive, and I'll take you there myself if you like. <laughs> tell you what, how about I just carry you? I like that, and then he'd like go with them. Yeah, he's, all right, then he jumps on his back and he takes them. <laughs> and when he gets the... there, I'll, I'll wait here in case you need to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, and that's that's sort of the character. He's just incredibly helpful to the point where it's not helpful at all. <laughs> I like it. Excuse me, have you got any toilet paper in the store? <laughs> oh no, but I can go buy you some. <laughs> Tell you, there's a factory not far from here. I, I know someone who works there. <laughs> well, I just but, uh, instead of toilet paper, he's like, oh no, but I've I've got this. You can use like, take some <laughs> shirt. Shirt, so, like cuts it up into strips. <laughs> Beyond yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> and that's Mr. Helpful. Oh, my pen's run out of ink. No worries, I've cut my finger, you can use my blood. <laughs> just, just dip it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some pens. Oh, I've got some pencils. Tell you, would you like a, would you like a, a biro? Would you like a fountain pen? <laughs> would you like a felt-tip pen? I'll tell you what, I, I've got a quill. <laughs> like that. There's a bird over there, I'll pluck a feather. <laughs> <laughs> and then a quill, yeah. It reminds me, actually, of a character I thought of Ooh. a while ago called Mr. Resourceful. Ah. Who always happened to have whatever people needed. <laughs> yeah. It's like if they needed a penny, to always have a pen. Or, like, <laughs> or even if they're out and they say, oh, I've got no ketchup. And like, he pulls out a little sachet. <laughs> and just, like, at the start of the day, he just puts, like... Loads. Over the like course of his life, he just stuffs stuff into his pocket. And then <laughs> always happens to have... And then, like, in the story, it'd be like, he doesn't have his coat at the end, and he's like, oh, oh no, what am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> back to your idea, Mr. Helpful. I like that. I just want to say about your idea, Mr. Resourceful. A very similar idea, but mm-hmm. it reminded me of um, like the old point-and-click games, like the <laughs> broken sword games. You just find something. <laughs> yeah, random. You don't know if you need it, but you'll pick it up anyway. <laughs> so anyway I've thought about just doing that in real life, just anything you find, pick it up. Yeah, I mean, I always... <laughs> I like having stuff in my pocket, so I just... Mm. Put loads of random stuff because, like, when I'm out and I'm bored, and I just so what's in my pocket playing? <laughs> oh wow, I've got a gun! <laughs> Jesus! In the middle of a police investigation. <laughs> Let me just get a tissue. Ooh, a gun! <laughs> um, talking about you know point and click games. Mm. In these games, you can like combine items, mm. and that I actually had to do that once. <laughs> I was in Brantano when I was working, and I just shopping. 
mm. and something had gone under the stairs that I needed. Mm. So you, I don't know if you've seen in some shoes, they have this like little plastic thing. It's sort of like shaped like a, an L almost or a seven. No. It's like a long thing and then it sort of points like that. It's mm. to keep the shoe, like, oh, okay. yeah, keep the length of the shoe. I got one of them and I got something else with it and mm. I sort of tied them together like a rubber band. <laughs> I was able to reach out. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> Proper the game, yeah, yeah. There's no one around to see it as well. <laughs> Keeping this. So is little, not little Michael, <laughs> Mister Helpful. Yes. He's is he? He's not like a superhero or anything. No, just like no. A, he's just a man. The guy you mean? Yeah. You know when mm. you 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 always ask for directions and you always ask <laughs> the wrong person. <laughs> Why did mm. I ask this guy? You know, you ask someone what time it is, and you know, they, well, there's a funny story about this watch actually. You know, <laughs> they start a whole conversation. Mm. I remember one time I was um, uh, being taken to the hospital, and I was being wheeled up to A and E by my mum. Mm. And this woman walked round the corner, and we sort of made a jump because it was quite dark. And then she started a conversation with us. <laughs> now is that a good time? <laughs> you know, like people like that who don't really, you know, not don't really get the hint. I remember once when I was working at the custard factory and I was going into town mm. and uh, a woman asked me directions mm. and um, I told her where to go and I think I was go I was going into town like to the boring and she was going like Moore Street which was like just around the corner mm. and uh, I told her where to go and uh, she walked off and I thought oh I should have just said I'm going that way like I'll go with you and show it mm. there. Well, I didn't, and I saw her walk off and then walk off in the wrong direction. Uh. And I felt really bad because she's like, she's probably going to get a train. I thought, oh, I should have gone with her. Yeah. But... Don't worry, dear. I'll come with you. <laughs> I'll show you where to get the yeah, train. Not an old woman, is like... Oh, no, I thought that, that was you talking <laughs> to her. No. Just follow me. <laughs> well, no, but it's, you know, being helpful. Mm. Yeah. There was a time someone asked me for directions to, let's say, Mel Square, and I said, sorry, I don't know. And I was in Mel Square at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said, it's here. <laughs> like, as they walk off, you turn around, oh, here it is. <laughs> That's where it goes. Now, I had to look around and see a sign, like a street sign, and say, oh, crap. <laughs> I just told them I don't know where it is. They come back a minute later, oh, you don't know where it is, do you? <laughs> Uh, but that's my character. I like it, Mr. Helpful. I like it. Be funny. Kind of, mm. I can I kind of imagine like Mr. Bean type, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where he like inadvertently makes things a lot worse. Yeah, like he, <laughs> rather than doing what a normal person would do, <laughs> yeah. ends up putting the, you know driving his car on the roof, <laughs> sitting in an armchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. I like it. Oh, thank I'd you. like to. Would it be a TV show or? A I think film? it'd probably be like a recurring sketch of some sort, yeah, or perhaps I... a storybook of Story. pictures, <laughs> children. I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to. Well, if it was a sketch show, I'd watch it. Mm. If it was a book, I'd read it. Oh. If it was a breakfast cereal, I'd eat it. Hey, if it was a person, I'd stay clear. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, what about you, Ben? What idea do you have for us this week? Well, I was. Tasked with coming up with a character, and that's what I've done. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. And it's actually one we came up with, I think, between episodes. So uh, and mm. you, you kind of helped come up with it. So I'm oh. going to credit you ahead of saying it. Oh, thank you, Ben. But it's the white van lawyer. <laughs> so it's a white van man, <laughs> oh, yeah. but he's a lawyer. 
he's, he's, he's not a bad lot. He's actually really good at his job, but he's yeah. just like, he dresses in like jeans and a shirt. We're like paint splatters. Yeah. And like yeah. turns up late and says, oh, sorry, it was on a job, wasn't it? <laughs> and then they, you all right, my lad? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be round to do your kitchen next week, son. <laughs> Don't worry, mate, it's an open and shut case. <laughs> Yeah. You can't possibly lose. <laughs> yeah, so he's like that sort of, um, not cocky, like... Sort of like Jack the Lad yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's like, yeah, right? yeah. And uh, he like, turns up to the court in his van. Like, <laughs> and defends in. people. <laughs> yeah. And his name, which I'm quite pleased with, I came up with last night, and oh. it was one of those, you know, where you just think of something and then you just smile and go, that's brilliant. <laughs> I can sleep happy now. <laughs> yeah, his name is Arthur Day. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, half a day, mate. <laughs> You're not living room half a day. <laughs> so, oh man. Yeah. What's well, it? Parking fine. Half a day, <laughs> mate. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Probably don't need a lawyer for a parking fine, but still. <laughs> yeah. Parking fine. Where's my solicitor? <laughs> and like in a in a divorce case, he'd be like, "Listen, this slag. <laughs> she's been cheating on my." Uh, my client. My client. Supposed to be defending her. <laughs> or this wanker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we like use uh, language like that as well. Yeah, yeah. I like mm. it. I like Arthur Day. <laughs> the white, white van lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that as like a show on Dave or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that could be that recurring sketch. Yeah. A sitcom. Yeah, the same <laughs> show as Mr. Helpful. Because I think... That's the thing, once you've seen it, like, one episode, yeah. it's all going to be the same. <laughs> yeah. Every episode is, he turns up late to, to court. <laughs> I like it. I like um, Arthur Day, <laughs> the white van lawyer. <laughs> Maybe, like, when they come into court and he's, like, painting the walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nearly finished, son. <laughs> painting the judge's box, son. <laughs> How do you define the defendant? Guilty! <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, I like Arthur Day. Yeah. That's a good character. Thank you. I can picture him now. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's a fat guy. <laughs> with his widow's yeah. peak and his, you know, covered what? in paint. What is a widow's peak? It's like, uh, sort of what? Well, if I had less hair, I'd have one where it's sort of like a little bit at the front and uh, goes back like that. That's sort of a widow's uh, peak. Yeah, there you go. Uh, who would play him? Oh, what's the guy with the big teeth? He's on that air 10 cats. Rob Beckett. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a sort of cheeky chappy think, yeah. sort of thing, hasn't he? I think probably someone a bit rougher than that. Mm. So between him and Danny Dyer. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get between him and Danny Dyer. <laughs> Someone around that level, I think. Hmm. Like Mickey Flanagan. Yeah, actually, yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right, Governor. Perfect. I can see it. Yeah, absolutely, Mickey Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If you're listening, Mickey, we're on first name terms, apparently, <laughs> then, you know, give us a call. Who would play Mr. Helpful? Oh, that's McNeil. a good question. Uh, what does he look like? I don't know. Uh, God. Who's the guy who hosts um, Hypothetical? There's two in there, James Acaster and Josh Whittacombe. James Acaster, that's the one. <laughs> I think him. 
be... <laughs> I can imagine him doing that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sort of guy I'm picturing the character. <laughs> yeah, because he'd do it straight as well. He'd do <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or um, Joe Wilkinson. <laughs> I don't think you'd stop and ask him for help. <laughs> you wonder if he was dressed as a, um, a street cleaner. <laughs> yeah. My dad always asked street cleaners for directions because they knew the streets. It's ah. a little tip. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know if they do now. <laughs> people don't know where anything is anymore. No. Taxi drivers have sat nows. God, they're terrible. Whilst it, the world coming to. And got, they still get lost. Yeah, even when they're sat now, they still ask me which way to go. <laughs> and it's like, not as if, it's like, do you want to go this route or the other? We came yeah. out of like, my house. And mm. like, if you turn left, you head towards Sutton. And if you turn right, you head towards town. Mm. And I was going to work in Sutton. And he said, which, do you want to go left or right? Well, left, because if you go right, you'd be going in the opposite direction. Good. But, anyway, those are our characters. Yes. A little Mr. rant at the end as well, there. Mr. Helpful and White Van Lawyer, Arthur Day. Arthur Day. Let so, us know what you think. Yes. And which... Yes. which... Which you would like to befriend. Yes. So, although I'm not sure you'd befriend someone you ask for directions. <laughs> <laughs> Could be the start of a beautiful uh, relationship, you <laughs> yeah, don't so, know. So once I've been there, do you uh, want to <laughs> meet up for a drink or something? <laughs> it might work. You don't know until you try it. That would be a weird way to like <laughs> flirt with, like, ask someone out. Yeah. How, so, Mum, Dad, how did you two meet? Well, he asked me for directions <laughs> and just asked me out. Yeah. Oh, he asked directions to a restaurant and then saying, do you want to come, come with, with me? me? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, those are our... Uh, la, la, la. Those are indeed our khachapara. <laughs> so anyway, those are our... De- <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, those are our ideas. So anyway, those are our ideas for this week. Our and big ideas. Yeah, big ideas. Mm. Well, all of our, because we've done all of them. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's see what we're going to come up with next week. We've got the hat. Ooh, Give it a little shuffle. That is the hat. And shuffle them. So Mike... <laughs> Do you want to choose? I do want to choose. Let's see. It is... A sketch. Ooh, a sketch. Ooh. We've had only one sketch yes. on the show. We haven't had the, a... One with the dogs, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, the dog one. But we haven't had a sketch for our big idea. No. So we both have to think of something now. Yes, and it's a lower budget than a film. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be good for us. So look forward to those next episode. Mm. And that's the end of this episode. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> and thought you were talking to me. Sorry. <laughs> and if you want even more Ben and Mike content, then go to benandmike.co.uk, mm-hmm. or you can follow us on Instagram at Ben and Mike Idea. We also um, are available to hire children's birthdays, mm-hmm. weddings. I don't mean children's weddings. I just mean <laughs> weddings in general. Not to perform, just to make up the numbers. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Anything, bar mitzvahs, funerals. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of people backed out of the Christmas meal. Yeah, we're just quite lonely, really. <laughs> you can even hire us just to come around your house and sit and keep you company. And listen to this podcast. Yes. So that we'll see you later on in your living room. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. <laughs> but for now, thanks for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.
The Had an Idea podcast was created by Ben Coleman and Michael Mason. The title music was Panama Hat by Audio Nautics. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.